Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grants, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, friends. My name is Nikki Papayuanu, and I can't believe it's season three. Who would have thought? I'm the host of Superstar PR, and I'm also the owner of a boutique PR firm based in Toronto called Nikki Inc. My slogan is do it with love or not at all. This is a podcast all about you, the audience, and I just want to say thank you for joining us on this ride. Today's guest is editor-in-chief of Holler Magazine. She's based in Toronto. She is ridiculously talented behind a camera. I've seen this myself, and she's always calm under pressure. Without any further ado, I want to introduce you to Xenia Edwards. Xenia, welcome. How's this pandemic treating you? Hi. Good. Taking it day by day. I can't believe it's week nine already, but you know what? Just grateful for what I do have right now and just still working. Everyone's healthy that I know. Knock on wood, hopefully stays that way. <laughs> so yeah, not too much to complain about. But yeah, just trying to stay sane basically at this point. You know, uh, somebody said to me yesterday that they're at the couch phase now. She's like, Nikki, it's been busy, but I just want to lay on the couch and pretend I have a flu so I, I can just be a bum about this pandemic. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like I put pressure on myself to like still like put in my full of work days and all that. But then now I'm kind of relaxing a little more. I'm like, you know what? If you don't feel like working out today and doing a live stream, that's fine. <laughs> You're my idol. Oh, she said that folks. She said doing a live stream workout. Meanwhile, I, I, I don't remember workouts anymore. I know. I like, honestly, I was so ambitious the first week. I ordered all this like equipment off Amazon. And I've just been using like the same one band for the last two months, but it's okay. Hey, you're still better off than I am. So keep doing that. And I'll start watching you and, and maybe not eat popcorn while I watch, you know, like it's good motivation. <laughs> Sandra, let me ask you, um, you have what a lot of people consider the dream job. Can you talk to us about how that came to be and what a day in your life is like? Yeah. So I actually, so I went to school um, to Ryerson. It was radio and television arts was the program name. And I ended up, um, just really loving writing. I minored in English. So I ended up just exploring that. And I started getting like a bunch of freelance gigs. And then eventually I was like writing quite a bit. And I was on um, just like on LinkedIn and the publisher of the magazine actually found me on LinkedIn and tried to bring me on as a writer. And then, so I came on board as a writer for like a month and we just kind of like had really good rapport. And like, I understood the business because I'd been on the opposite side of it, just editing as well. And just writing, um, for sort of like really large digital platforms like BuzzFeed and things like that. So then after a month, like it worked out, the editor-in-chief that was there at the time was leaving. And he was like, you know what? I know it's still early days, but I feel like you'd be perfect for this position and offered it to me. And then that's, that was three years ago. So Wow. Talk about right place, right time. I know. So get on LinkedIn if you're not on LinkedIn, because a lot of opportunities can come to you that way. But um, yeah, and now day to day, I mean, obviously it's a little bit different now, but in general, it's, it changes a lot. As you know, it's like, you know, one day I'm flying to LA and I'm on set. The next day I'm sitting in the office doing like ad spends for 12 hours straight. So it's, yeah, it varies a lot but it's always interesting. I always get to meet really cool people and just like be constantly creatively inspired, which is really cool. 
Oh, you know, I saw a day in your life with our client Josie Ho in LA and I thought that was so cool. And you introduced me to an app. Um, was it Vizmato? Oh yes. That editing one with like the, yeah, yeah. You made that video that I swear to God is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Fans, you can't see the video, but it's like a vintage filter. Josie Ho has a cigar in her hand and she's on like this really crickety kind of metal deck. What looks like the slums of LA and Ksenia just got this gorgeous video of it. And I'm going to have to share that with this interview somehow. Yeah. 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 And then I threw that like, um, Kill Bill song. Was it bang, bang? Oh my God. Like, hi I mean, obviously working with people like Josie too, it makes my job a lot easier too. Like she was so good on set, just like knows what she wants. You know, it's like nice to work with people like that. Yes. She knows what she wants. And listeners, I saw the nicest clothes I've ever seen in my life that day. Wow. So now let me ask you, Sonia, what has being an editor-in-chief of a magazine taught you about people? You know what? Because I get to interview a lot of people and meet a lot of people on set. And in particular now, like I'm doing um, a FaceTime series through the magazine and just talking to people. Obviously, we're all in a very similar position, no matter where we are in the world. And it's just taught me how much we have in common, no matter who we are. You know, whether I'm interviewing like a Billie Eilish or I'm interviewing just like a starting entrepreneur, like everybody really does just want to be better and do better and actually leave an impact on this world, no matter large or small. And I think um, it's, I don't know, it's really inspiring to see that, you know, like I know sometimes, you know, with the internet and whatever, you can get bogged down by some of the negative, but just like being in this job, it just really highlights the positive for me about human nature, I guess, and how intrinsically we're all wired to actually want to be the best versions of ourselves and just do good in the world. You know, I think that you, you drew on something really important. We're a lot more similar than dissimilar. And yeah, the pandemic has taught me that as well, because we're all in these moments of uncertainty, but then I notice everybody going through the same cycles. I mean, even our shopping habits apparently are the same right now, Yeah, which makes me laugh because I tried to buy scissors for my fringe and they haven't arrived yet. It's been 12 weeks. Sonia, let me ask you, um, when it comes to new media and having a print magazine, how do you feel new media is impacting print? You know, the nice thing about new media is, and still having a print magazine is that it helps to develop an international audience that we may not have had the same access to if there wasn't new media. Using our digital platform and leveraging it, obviously we put content on the digital platform app a lot more frequently and it just allows us to build that audience that actually will then transfer over to the print. So it kind of works hand in hand, to be honest, but I think it's to our benefit. And because we only print biannually, it like makes it that much more special when you curate, you know, that book twice a year, like the content you choose to put in that just makes it that much more special. Now, it's funny because I first found out about you by holding one of your magazines in my hands. And I thought, wow, this isn't a traditional magazine I want to throw out. Like it's still on my coffee table. And it's like I have little bookmarks in it and I share it with people, but I'm maybe old world and I really like magazines. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, when I was first introduced to your magazine, the first thing I did was look you up on Instagram. So I guess that lends me to ask you also, um, as the editor-in-chief of Holler Magazine, do you find that a lot of your personal gets blended with professional because everybody follows you on Instagram also? I'm actually like kind of like social media shy, like on my personal platform, I'm private. Like I don't really post a lot of stuff. Like people are always like, why don't you post more? You have like the coolest job and you are always doing these cool things. But I guess I'm more of like a live in the moment kind of girl still. So like I do post occasionally and like 
my Instagram really is like highlight reel for me. Like I'll post maybe five images a year and it just looks like I'm constantly traveling because not, I do travel a lot, but it's like, you know, Mykonos or like Burning Man or whatever. Like it just kind of a collection of that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I definitely have like a ton of people pending in my requests right now, but I try to just keep it separate. I respect that. I think you have a really cool, chill vibe about you. Yeah. I guess like my next question is, do you have a life lesson or a motto, something that you, it's part of like your internal legacy that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think just not being afraid to try. Like one of the things I always used to say and like to people, like when you're stressed and like what brings on stress sometimes is the anticipation of things. And I always say like anticipation more often than not is scary than the actual thing itself. Mm. Like sitting and dwelling on it and thinking about it and what might be is actually a lot more stress inducing and scarier than actually taking the step and trying. And when you get there, you're like, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought it would be. And even if it doesn't work out, whatever you're trying to achieve, at least you can learn something from it and then make better decisions or whatever it may be, create better opportunities for yourself in the future. So I think just like, yeah, taking those risks, taking that chance, like in my editor's letter in the last issue, I was writing about like, especially maybe this is more so for creatives, but like, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have like a creative idea, like write it down. Like, even if you don't end up using it tomorrow, like one day you might decide to write a book or you might decide to write a script or whatever it may be. And you'll come back to that and be grateful that you weren't like trying to stifle yourself. You listen to that little voice when it would pop up. You know, some of my best ideas come to me in the middle of the night and I have a notebook. I have a notebook beside my bed. So that's really good advice because they say don't have your cell phone in the room, but a notebook, yes. Yeah, I'm guilty of the cell phone. not going to lie. It's all in my notes, but I will say it helps sometimes when I'm trying to find and I keyword search stuff. Like if I'm like, what was I thinking about when I said that? And then I'll like put the word in and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. Okay. Let me ask you, what is the best interview so far you've done? Like, who is it that you interviewed that kind of floored you? Um, I mean, oh, there's been so many. I think one that sticks with me that I just felt like he was, like, so authentic and just, like, honestly so funny. I, like, cried laughing the whole interview was Louis Capaldi. I don't know if you know who he is. He's, like, a British singer. Yes. He's got that song, like, that one big one that everyone knows, but he's pretty big now, too. I don't know. There's just something so, like, raw about him and just, like, just really, like, authentic that that one's really stuck with me like I mean everyone obviously like I've interviewed some pretty cool people talented like insanely talented like the Billie Eilish's you know but yeah I don't know something about him I really want to interview him again he was really good <laughs> oh my god I love that you want to interview him again because I've heard from a few people that what's so endearing about him mm -hmm. is that none of this has changed him yeah, and he's like this insanely talented, like his voice is so crazy, but he just still a goofy self, you know, it's nice. <laughs> Amazing. Now, let me ask you, is there a person in your industry that you admire, shoes that you say one day I want to fill those? Yeah. Um, do you know Katie Grant? She, she's the editor-in-chief of Love Magazine. I believe she founded it herself under Condé Nast. She's just the coolest. Like, honestly, when I got the job with Holler, I was like, if I could aspire to turn this book into anything, because it did look quite different when I came on board. I literally, my first day on the job, I brought in Love Magazine and I was like, I love the creative vision of this woman and where she's taken it. And that's one that I always still buy and look forward to. And like, I don't know, she's just really smart and just, just gets it, you know? She's just like a creative powerhouse. And it's called Love Magazine? Love Magazine, yeah. It's great. It's just very like creative and artistic and just, it is like a coffee table book, which is what, 
kind of I've been aspiring to. And that's why I'm happy that you said that you try to, you keep the book on the table, but because <laughs> that's the goal. Oh my God. I love it. It's working. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask you on your downtime, I'm going to give you a choice of five Yeah. and you tell me which one is yours in terms of how you relax. So are you a Netflix and chill? Are you a good book and some wine? Are you somebody who needs a workout with your music? Are you somebody who wants to talk it out with the ones you love or do you just want to meditate? Um, I feel like it's like a combination. <laughs> I mean, also depends on the time of the day and like, like at nighttime, I would say like a combo of like Netflix wine and like talking my boyfriend's ear off probably whoever I'm with. I'm like one of those annoying people to watch shows with, but <laughs> I would say that. But then I also really love, there's like, I love when you find a book that you can't put down and you just like, you know, like when I was a kid, there's so many times I'd find books. I just, I'd be eating and still reading. Like it's hard to find books like that. But when I do, like I can just get lost in. I love that feeling. Nothing beats that. Oh, I, you know what? I think that it's been a while since I had a book like that in my hands, but my parents used to say that they would ground me by saying I couldn't read. And that was heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, I mean, we're all Hi. at a consumption maximum and that's my son who's on this podcast. Hey. <laughs> this is the life in the pandemic. Like I, I can't even control how any moment's going to go. No. Can I ask you, are you consuming anything you think our audience needs to consume with you? I'm trying to think what right now I'm kind of, I've been really into the Michael Jordan uh, documentary on Netflix lately, The Last Dance. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's like, it's really interesting. No, but I love him. So now I will watch. Yeah. You have to watch it then. You'll really like it. It's just like, a, it's crazy just to look back. And I don't know. I feel like Netflix always does such a good job with like, their content and like the production of it. So I really am enjoying that right now. It's almost done though. Um, there's a book I was reading, uh, it's called Contagious, Why Things Catch On, which I found to be interesting. It kind of just dissects, like I'm all like about trying to understand human nature and like what makes people tick kind of thing. So I have this book I'm finding interesting because it kind of talks about like why certain products end up trending over others, even though like they're virtually the same and things like that. So it kind of gets into the psychology of it. So yeah. That one's another interesting one. Brilliant. I'm going to pick up this book and I'm going to watch this because you've never actually led me to anything that I didn't like. Okay, good. Good to know. <laughs> I'm like, whatever Kenya says, I will do. Okay, Kenya. So now my last question, I feel like this is a legacy question is if I could wave my magic wand and you could work with anybody, where would you be working and what would you be working on? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Um, I don't even know right now. I mean, I guess in terms of the magazine, someone that I wanted to shoot that I were close, like we're trying to figure it out still, but I really want to shoot, um, Emily Ratajkowski just because I feel like she, I don't know. I kind of like really, I really love her like vibe and aesthetic obviously, but she's also just what she stands for. And just like that duality of just being a woman and embracing your womanhood, but still being able to like talk about politics and talk about feminism and whatever and not being typecast a certain way so that's someone as of right now that I would want to but like on a broader level I might have to get back to you on that one <laughs> okay I feel like we're gonna have a, a follow-up conversation to this yeah <laughs> I know you're always working on cool things so Xenia thank you for joining me on Superstar PR the podcast and you know Nicholas can you say hi 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 <laughs> He was probably like, this is a really cool cat. I'm running down for my nap to talk to her all. <laughs> and where can our listeners find out more about Holler Magazine? 
Yeah. So if you go on Instagram, it's just Holler Magazine, H-O-L-R Magazine. And the website is the same, hollermagazine.com. Um, I mean, you, you can follow me too. It's not as exciting. As I said, I don't post that much, but that's just uh, on Instagram, k.tea.edwards. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Shining. Can you say keep shining? Keep shining. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye, Sonia. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.